uh, fine. Everything's fine. Um, Great. And 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 you? Yeah. How, the, how's I'm, Norway doing? Yeah, Norway is doing great. So the sun just started shining. It was uh, raining like two minutes before. So uh, <laughs> everything's. I'm taking, it, every I'm taking it as a sign that this is going to be a good podcast. So yeah, let's hope that. And I mean, then everything's uh, normal here in Scandinavia. The weather. Yeah. Uh, this is a Scandinavian summer. It's raining. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I can't. I can't really get my uh, head around this because. Um, one second it's it's spring and then it's winter and then it's uh, it's autumn i don't know okay i guess we can we will figure it out eventually so oh. i see you have something on your uh, on your wrist tell me uh, tell oh, me about one. that yeah oh well this is uh, ah it's just coincidentally that i just uh, came to oh you uh, yeah, just, but you just the, found that uh, in your mailbox, yeah, or what? Yeah, happened? I didn't know. Uh, basically, uh, what happened is that a guy he um, he uh, he wrote on Facebook if there was uh, any early adopter of uh, Apple's uh, watch because his uh, grandma, uh, who lives in the states, um, by uh, he had by accident ordered two. Apple oh yeah. Watches. Unfortunately, he just uh, ordered yeah. two. So yeah, he, he so, asked for any early adopters if they were interested, and uh, yeah, so that's the short version of uh, me getting this watch. Yeah, so so for everyone listening and not uh, watching the uh, the video cast, what you're wearing is a uh, is it a sport Apple Watch sport or it's, is it a regular? A sport, Apple Watch? No, it's the sport Apple Watch with uh, it's white uh, mm -hmm. with uh, aluminium case and. Yeah. Um, I've been wearing it for like I got it last week. Yeah. So I've, yeah, I'm testing it out to see what it's what it does, and of course uh, to to see how it uh, fits into the healthcare space and mm -hmm. how I would be able as a doctor to see it um, help me mm -hmm. get information. I mean, if is there any clinical use for 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 the uh, Apple Watch? Yeah, that's uh, one of the things. Uh, of course, the, the the moment you heard our, or the Apple Watch was presented, mm -hmm. uh, I think a lot of doctors around the world has been wondering, uh, well, what good will it be able to to do in in the doctor or patient relationship? Yeah, and uh, I'm still trying to to figure out uh, exactly what kind of uh, impact it can have, but there is no doubt that. could have some kind of impact, uh, especially in terms of um, uh, nudging, mm -hmm. uh, nudging uh, people into do things uh, that they should do differently. For instance, just to see uh, if you have, um, you have this uh, act active uh, meter here where mm -hmm. it uh, checks your, uh, you're looking at, I can just show it like this here. Yeah. So this is just um, yeah. Explain it to to those yeah. who aren't. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, it it's basically uh, the um, it, it tells you how much you stand, how much you exercise, and how much you move around. Mm -hmm. So this uh, is this is your total activity level uh, during a day. So I just need to like get it opened here. So we do it like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, then you can. I mean, you you can simply see how this moves like 
this yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. okay so now, now you can see your calories spent and yeah, well, how yeah, much you've yeah, been walking and what's this uh, that was uh, exercise not too much um, okay you're, you're, not, you're not very okay. sedentary <laughs> yeah, yeah i am okay so you know, busy doctor <laughs> yeah so, exactly i'm using my 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 brain instead of my body so has it so has it has it told you to stand up because every hour it tells you to stand up right yeah it does if you sit down too much, uh, okay. probably it'll do this as well uh, during our talk. Okay. But I mean, it's uh, what I like about it is it um, it's that um, you get you get a helper. You can if people are inactive and they lose a sense of time or lose sense of things they need to do. I can I can definitely see that. Uh, 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 something like this will be able to nudge people into getting a, a healthier lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but of course, uh, that there's a thin line because what it also does is if you if you like uh, see it as an extension of your phone. Mm -hmm. I mean, your phone you can if it's if if you don't look at it, it won't bother you. But this is something that's like stuck on your hand. Yeah, yeah. it's just like it, every time something happens, it does. Like this inside, there's yeah. this haptic feedback, and yeah. uh, and and I mean, I need to. I, I'm not sure if this is something that's going to make my life more or less stressful. Mm -hmm. You probably need to turn off a lot of uh, a lot of uh, notifications. Yeah, 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 yeah. So far, I've already had to like put it into the um, this. Uh, yeah, no, not the sleep. Yeah, j just you know this. Uh, silence uh, mode. Yeah, silence mode exactly. Okay. So, okay, I've got a couple of questions for you, just yeah. basics. So, uh, is it a good watch? Mm, yeah, it's cool. I like it. I mean, it's uh, it's 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 nice to wear and uh, it feels comfortable. You don't feel like it's not too heavy. Mm -hmm. I chose the small, I got the small uh, version of it, the, the 38 mm -hmm. uh, uh, sized one. And then, I mean, why did you do that? You, because you have piano fingers or you just have a delicate wrist or? Or you just, or because of the weight? Why? Why did you choose the small one? Because that's what I could get. That was okay. the that that was the grandma sent. But do you think it's uh, do you think it's too small? I think it's fine. No, it's fine to me. Uh, it, it's I mean, bigger would not suit my because I have a delicate uh, hand wrist, so mm -hmm. it wouldn't. Uh, the other one would look clumsy, even if the screen let, was let, bigger. Let but show your hand fine. up. Hold your hand up again because it's. Uh, yeah, that that looks actually. It looks like a very very nice size for you. Yeah, is this is my watch, and I yeah. think it's a little bit bigger. It's you can't see it because of the light. Let's see. So like this. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost the same size. So I've I've ordered the forty two millimeter one. Now I'm wondering if it's too big, but you'll see. What about the battery? Okay, everyone talks about the battery. It, no, does the it battery last is fine. Or uh, I'm at fifty five percent now. Okay, and now it's. And I've been uh, wearing it. Uh, it's eight o'clock in the evening. Yeah, so I mean. Okay, so no battery it, problems. No, not no, not at all. Uh, I also put it to 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 charge uh, every day. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it, no, not at what, all. What about the speed? You know, every every um, every review I've read, they talk about okay, it's too it's too slow to load the apps and stuff like that. Uh, have no. you been annoyed by it? Have you? No. No, I mean one thing that's cool here uh, actually is um, um, I, I'll show you one thing that's uh, actually uh, cool. One second. Um, so let's see. 
Uh, hi, Damon. Are you sending me a text? Yeah, uh, no, wait, wait, of course. Uh, <laughs> I'll need to talk, uh, speak Danish to it, okay. Hi, punktum. Hvordan går det, punktum? Okay, so for those of you who don't speak Danish, you just said, hi, how are you doing? Basically, and it wrote it. Yeah, because they, they just um, they just opened up the Siri on Danish. It's pretty nice. And and also looking through your uh, SMSs is uh, mm -hmm. actually, that's actually okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, okay. it's easy to um, reply. Um, mm -hmm. For instance, uh, if I want to reply with an emoji or whatever uh, i can mm -hmm. simply reply and then you have the presets uh, here uh, yeah. which ones you want to okay so like that so you get okay. a reply at the same and then you also got it there yeah so, i got it here what's yeah. up i just got a just got a message for you great yeah so i mean it's 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 cool uh, in, instead of doing this all the time you just mm -hmm. like quick glance and then it's done yeah so I think, and that's that's probably the main thing because people are seeing it as a, a replacement for your phone. But that's that's not what this is. This is something completely different. Mm. Um, yeah, it's in my opinion, it has the potential of becoming something more. Um, I don't know if the term ubiquitous. I mean, mm -hmm. like something that slips in. Mm -hmm. um, in 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 terms of uh, healthcare. Uh, you know, we, we, there's this term uh, pervasive healthcare mm. uh, that's been used. Um, I'll just try to find uh, the actual pervasive uh, P E R V A S I V E healthcare. There's even a conference. Yeah, 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 exactly. And that's like a, a kind of um, um, pervasive healthcare that uh, where you where you make uh, uh, healthcare become something that's just looking, uh, or that that's just like um, um, what or guarding you. You don't have to do anything. It's just something uh, that guides you all the way uh, through your uh, lifestyle. I mean, mm -hmm. um, it's it it's like a big brother, but in a good way, so to say. It's, or maybe it, an assistant or something like that. Some no, I mean, pervasive healthcare is actually uh, healthcare that hacks into your life without yeah. you having to, to, to. I mean, today healthcare is built up by needs. You have mm -hmm. to feel the need to go and see someone. So all of uh, those preventive measures that could mm -hmm. have been introduced, they're like uh, non-existent, or they, they're, they're not. The focus of healthcare today is not prevention. And that mm -hmm. means that you have a lot of people who only seeks the doctor when the when it when, when the when it's when there's a fire going on instead mm -hmm. of uh, preventing. And that's what pervasive healthcare. It's like an autopilot mm -hmm. for drivers. Then mm -hmm. this would be the healthcare autopilot. Uh, that's the term pervasive healthcare as 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 I've uh, uh, as I as I see it or as as I understand it. Um, yeah, because yeah yeah what i've been thinking lately is that we've, we've come to a point in in medicine where when you get a patient usually they have they have some symptoms that they can tell you about it's 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 not very often that they have objective signs because people show up so early 
as 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 far as it goes with i mean information overload is probably one of the things that uh, that that creates uh, a lot of uh, uh, doctor visits uh, because you don't know what to do with this information mm-hmm. if you didn't have the internet in the earlier days well of course uh, more people probably died uh, of uh, things that just went too far Yes. But I'm sure that um, the, the the use of doctors would be more appropriate. Today, I think a lot of doctors, uh, a lot of visits are mainly because of concerns mm-hmm. um, and less because of actual disease or illness. Yeah, and then and then there's the couple of people who are actually sick. I think today they come in so early that... Uh, you know, you you can't find any objective signs, and then you need to send them out for MRI scans, lots of blood samples, and maybe something will show up. Then you need to do the blood samples again. Um, I I see I see the need for pervasive healthcare because at some point, I think we can get to a point where where you don't go to the doctor anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just call them up, maybe. Yeah, or, or or he calls you. Yeah, actually, yeah. I think that's uh, the system that we will be seeing in not such a far future from now because, I mean, we have all the... Uh, this thing knows my heart rate mm-hmm. and soon, um, I mean, all other kind of gadgets will be implemented, uh, even things uh, put into the body uh, mm-hmm. that'll, like, um, con transfer the information that's needed in order for someone to like i mean i think what what's going to happen is that you just sign up for a subscription service yeah like a monitoring service somewhere that uh, like tells you if your cholesterol level is getting too high mm-hmm. because um i mean um uh that could be for instance uh, something that was measured in maybe your toilet could tell someone that now you're having uh, your, your the sugar level, uh, the glucose level in your urine is getting too high, and uh, we saw we 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 found some blood in your uh, feces. I mean, that's yeah. Actually, that's there, was a, there was a there was a there was a startup uh, competition a couple of months ago in Copenhagen. One of yeah. the uh, one of the startups uh, startup ideas, which one was exactly what you're talking about. They wanted to make a a robot which uh, which swam around <laughs> in the uh, in the sewer system of the city and could spot yeah, yeah diseases. Yeah, yeah uh, but but this will be personalized, in my opinion, because you we can have one in your toilet. Yeah, why not? you should yeah. have uh, something in your toilet that could tell you. Uh, actually, all the, why not uh, prep your toilet paper with sensors? Mm-hmm. Every time you use them, I mean, you should just uh, like see, uh, do they have the right color uh, or not? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the dipstick thing for, uh, actually, you should have uh, dipsticks in your toilet paper uh, and to see what color it becomes when it gets dropped in the toilet. Mm. And you start about there taking this idea, please remember where you got the idea. <laughs> okay. So, I mean... <laughs> That's there are so many different options uh, that that but I think we will start trying to detect diseases without bothering people. That's yeah. the main thing I think will happen in the coming years. Basically, because nobody wants to interact with healthcare systems. Mm-hmm. Basically, nobody wants to see a doctor because if you mm-hmm. see a doctor, 
it will probably be because uh, he's going to tell you that you have some kind of disease. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. know, well, electronics are getting so small that uh, that you can. I just I recently read or heard about this um, EEG device, mm -hmm. which which has been built into a um, you know in ear yeah. uh, cool. headphones. Cool. So you just put those in your ear. You've you've probably heard about the in-ear headphones measuring your heart rate. Now you can now they can measure your EEG. Yeah. What things in your life could become a part of the future healthcare system? Mm -hmm. Basic stuff. With them, and you you're sent home with this halter uh, monitoring system. Yeah. Um. They they said, yeah, well, why not create a T-shirt with these electrodes?" attached yeah. and a velcro where you just put these things on you can detect diseases without bothering people that's the main thing mm -hmm. in the mm -hmm. coming years yeah and and uh, you know i want to i want to talk more about the uh, the uh, your apple watch and your experiences yeah. with it but but uh, i'd i'd like to segue into because you're talking about you know the doctor calling you and yeah. you you read this article yeah. about uh, on the New York Times, so um, so the what is it? They it's the it's the Uber of uh, healthcare. Is that it? Yeah. Well, there's a cup. Of course, uh, Uber, um, as we all know, uh, an easy way to match the biggest cab company in the world without uh, they and they don't even own a cab. <laughs> what they do actually is they're just like the broker, uh, the service between those who needs transportation and those who deliver mm -hmm. it so they just like matches just like airbnb and uh, uh all those other kind of um, um different uh, service providers uh, who are just yeah. like these in tweets yeah and of course um new app i think it's called heal or something healing yeah. or something like that yeah, yeah? exactly where and, and they're based it's, in what san francisco and los yeah, angeles yeah. i think for yeah. now yeah and uh i think one of the main Things that is up, the biggest obstacle in, in move from A to B, and uh, well, you will be able as a as a as a um, passenger in the cab, you'll be able to judge whether or not the driver is driving too fast, too slow, mm -hmm. or bringing you safely from one place. I mean, if he is he a rotten driver, whatever. Yeah. But there's a whole universe. Of differences between a patient judging a doctor's, um, mm -hmm. um, I mean, because I would say that maybe 70 80 percent of what goes on between a doctor and a patient actually happens in the mind of the patient, knowing mm -hmm. that this is a doctor I'm talking to, and uh, what the doctor actually do or does, or mm -hmm. Uh, what the doctor actually says or his actions, whatever, accounts for maybe 15 to 20 percent of the whole relation uh, between the doctor and the patient mm -hmm. and, and, and getting helped. And therefore, I think, and you can see even in Uber, you've had some experiences where uh, cab drivers have uh, like misused the service and yeah. mistreated the passenger. 
goes di directly back to Uber, uh, and they they might be able to say, well, we're not uh, responsible. We just connect people who you know do one thing, and and and, and the drivers and the passengers. But yeah. in in a doctor, if a doctor, for instance, let's say a fake doctor, he gets into the system, and he starts treating people in a bad way. I mean, that would yeah, or, completely. Well, you don't need a fake doctor. You just need yeah, someone. Yeah. Okay. A bad doctor, of course. Yeah. Or somebody who may. Yeah. Well, you can. You you could see that. What, what if you had doctors who couldn't get jobs in a regular hospital because they didn't live up to some specific criteria? Yeah. So if you make their knowledge accessible for other people, then you mm -hmm. have big problems because who would be the validate validation? Who would? Who would, who would um, I think the 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 the, the people who would attend this service might not be the best um, um, unless you had the validation as a part of uh, the service. And, and another thing, how would a patient be able to rate the doctor? Yeah. Because... Yeah, that, and that's a problem because yeah. what, if, what if someone actually, a group of people started a... a um, well, it's it's like Yelp, but yeah. for doctors yeah. in, in Norway. They started up a couple of years ago. It's not been that successful, but what you can see, it's basically if someone didn't get a prescription exactly. that they wanted, um, yeah, they they yeah. they go on the site and they and they give a bad review. Uh, of course, because I mean, uh, an important in an important part of the doctor's job is also to not prescribe things mm -hmm. that doesn't need to be prescribed mm -hmm. but of course if a patient uh, and that and that's where the expectations and the delivery of service will mm -hmm. collide massively because you're not able to create the transparency mm -hmm. that's needed to create the real uber of doctors because yeah because yeah. uh, the expectation will always be I mean, of course, minor stuff like uh, acute, uh, hey, I have a pink eye, do this. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, no problem. I'll treat it like that. Um, that's one thing that you, you won't be able to, I mean, that's a big risk. Every time a doctor opens his mouth, somebody could die, mm -hmm. basically. I mean, if you, if you just uh, dive into the, the, the uh, worst case scenario. Yeah. Um, and, and, I'm not sure if a system itself will be able to create that validation that's needed in order for a service like that to be successful. Yeah. Unless you had a system um, that could create the validation. Mm -hmm. um, and for instance, uh, 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 I mean, yeah, well, I'm not sure that uh, the idea because why would someone do this that would be because you wanted to create something that was better than existing um services and i'm afraid that uh, there's too many downsides uh, of course if the public system in denmark norway sweden made a system like this mm -hmm. um, that might be uh, more successful than if uh, it was done by technologists yeah, you know, I think it's it's about how you validate your doctors because, if, and it's it's basically what you're saying, right? Yeah. So if 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 anyone can just uh, uh, say, okay, I'm, you can you can you can take a picture of your diploma and then send it in, and uh, and 
well actually there's going to be i don't i don't remember the name of the startup it's mm. uh, it's coming out it should be out now or it'll be out in a couple of months you can give text-based they they don't say you do you do diagnosis they just say that you do text-based um um, and you give text-based advice, and, yeah, well, and what you what the way they validate you is that you take a picture of your license or your diploma, and then you send it to them, and and they review it, and then you're you're qualified to to give medical advice as a doctor on their network. Okay, um, so basically, what you're saying is that if I Google doctor diploma and took a uh, uh, Photoshop, uh, I can actually see you here. Don't even, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, or you can go to your doctor's office while he's out. You just take a picture of his diploma yeah, and then, then you Photoshop. Send it in. Oh, well, no, you don't need to. I just Google doctor diplomas, and there are a bunch of them out there. So. Uh, go yeah. ahead. Uh, if you want to become a doctor for a day, it, it, it's fine. I yeah. think. Um, what what is the, the the main concern of this is to create um, a service that connects people uh, with in, in need with doctors who have the service. Actually, uh, one of the things that we're doing um, here in Denmark is trying to look into how to deal with the um, the the shortage of doctors in the uh, outer areas mm -hmm. uh, by the use of telemedicine and. Use of logistics and stuff like that, mm -hmm. uh, and um, but and, and that could be one thing. But the, it it has to be thought. Um, you have to. It has to be. You have to put a lot of thoughts into it. Yeah. The thing about Uber and Airbnb, whatever. This is universal needs that needs simple solutions. Mm -hmm. Getting healthcare advice is not a simple solution because. No. It can be complex. The complexity, the complexity of uh, the possibilities, the outcomes, is way too high. It's not a commodity. It's not exactly. a yeah, yeah. It's not a place to sleep or yeah, yeah. So, so that's why I think uh, Uber for healthcare is not something you will see any day soon because uh, it won't reach. It's a two-sided market model and. And on the consumer side or the patient side, mm -hmm. they 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 won't they will have to have uh, confidence or uh, trust into this service in order for them to start using it. And if they if, if you can don't get the critical mass on on, on the patient side, then yeah, you won't have that. doctors uh, who wants to sit and 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 put their names in because you just need one bad uh, story out of this and then all the other doctors will be also uh, the victims and why would a doctor change his way of delivering his healthcare service mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, i mean there are too many downsides as i see it here uh in mm -hmm. order for 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 a, an uber but of course in some sometimes it will uh, i mean it will eventually it will come out but it will be as a part of yeah. some existing services mm -hmm. Yes, I think there's there's some parts of the country or the world where, well, where people just they don't have the time to go to the doctor. But but now we're talking about people who aren't seriously ill, right? Because if you're if you're very sick, yeah. um, you're you're gonna go to the hospital. Of there's course. Uh, of course. Uh, there's no uh, second. I, I, I 
Yeah, well, I see one use case uh, that I've been th thinking of for the last like five, ten years. Because mm -hmm. uh, ten years ago, I, I mean, I've uh, been a lecturer in uh, cultural understanding. Yeah, and uh, I I've given some speeches about how uh, or some lectures about uh, you know people with different cultural backgrounds stuck in uh, a new home. Uh, home country or motherland, what, whatever. I mean, the foreigners uh, from the Middle East who comes to, for instance, the North uh, Scandinavian countries, mm -hmm. they don't they don't understand the language very well. They don't have the uh, the um, academic uh, level in order to understand mm -hmm. diseases or prevention or all those mm -hmm. lifestyle changes you need to deal with. Mm -hmm. What I was thinking is, why not make a system where you have for instance, Pakistani doctors delivering healthcare advice to Pakistani foreigners living yeah. abroad, yeah. and like make that kind of co uh, uh, connection because mm -hmm. you have like we're talking to each other now, sitting in two different countries. I mean, that would be completely safe, in my opinion. If you had, let's say, that the Danish or the Norwegian. Um, healthcare systems they uh, invested in some hospital or, or made partnership with hospitals mm -hmm. in, in in Pakistan, Iran, whatever uh, those mm -hmm. countries down there and had qualified medical um, uh, personnel who, at, who gave healthcare advice based on Danish or Norwegian uh, uh, standards. I mean, yeah, and that's that's the key, right? Because yeah. you need to educate them on the uh, on how how the thing uh, how the system works in yeah. Scandinavia. Yeah, Not just a simple thing like antibiotics usage is very different in yeah, Scandinavia. Yeah, it, it, it is, but still, uh, I mean, if you take like diabetes, which is widespread in in, mm -hmm. in many of those countries, mm -hmm. they have already systems in place for uh, helping people. I mean, if you could like connect, that's a more specific use case for like mm -hmm. Uber for healthcare. Yeah. Because then you have someone with some specific knowledge and, and also someone with a specific needs who don't fit into the existing system. That's yeah. where I think you can start using a-, a You're leveraging the um, uh, the internet and the cloud to, to uh, connect, uh, you know, uh, yeah, subgroups of people. Exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, because you can, Especially in Norway, you have like you might have ten people, yeah. uh, ten Pakistanis in in yeah. Egerson, and then yeah. you have a whole bunch in Oslo. And uh, exactly, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Because well, uh, I think uh, also uh, recently, uh, not recently, a lot some years ago, I made a study that showed, interestingly enough, that like, I think it was like twenty seven percent of all uh, um, the patients that we interviewed with Pakistani background they didn't understand the risks for developing uh, diabetes mm -hmm. and, and the thing here was that out of those no it, it was like 46 percent or something like that uh, and i think like 70 percent or it was really crazy 70 percent of the women that we interviewed mm -hmm. they didn't understand the risk factors for developing uh, obesity or diabetes and you know mm -hmm. what the what the really crazy thing about that was, it's what the women. Twenty percent of them uh, do develop diabetes. No. Or? Yeah, yeah, but uh, the women are the ones who makes the food. Yeah, exactly. So, if they like draw the the obesity profile for the whole family, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's a big problem.
So that's where I thought of uh, actually now we're talking, have this conversation. I mean, this could, uh, that that's where I thought, why doesn't anyone make healthcare services and use people who have the same cultural background, but who have the academic level in order to help uh, people in, for instance, Norway or Denmark, whatever. Uh, well, you know, the, the diabetes community is actually yeah. pretty good there because in, uh, they have a um, they have a diabetes uh, hotline. Yeah, yeah. Which is serviced, I think, is twenty four hours a day. Yeah. In in Norway, and you can call it, and you can. They have several uh, languages. I think yeah, it's yeah. a nurse, and and you can call. It, they they have Pakistani service, Turkish. Yeah. Uh, but that's high, all that. Yeah, I understand, and that's why they, that's something that's developed over time because they've seen that they can't do something about this, mm -hmm. uh, and then they've had to eventually grow a system that deals with these kind of patients. Mm -hmm. I just think that there's a lot of use cases where you have some people with some knowledge in one part of the place where you could be able to connect them and help other people in the other part of the uh, the planet. Mm -hmm. so, you know, I I I have a. I have a strong belief in in um, the if if the Uber let's call it the Uber of healthcare, if it's a um, if it's some type of video conferencing because mm -hmm. it's you know doctors doctor services aren't a commodity as we said and and the, you know every minute you you spend on transportation for a doctor is is uh, is a waste exactly so instead of running from house to house the doctor should be by a computer and and see lots of patients and most of them he can diagnose pretty quickly mm. some of them will need a checkup um some of them will need to be committed um to the hospital and and you can pretty fairly quickly you know this very quickly you can mm. you can decide whether someone is in critical need of healthcare. yeah and that's uh, of, uh, and uh, i think that's the development or there if they're yeah. fine i think that's we will have to see that development because uh right now there's uh, a lack of um the correct match between need and supply mm. um i would be concerned um, or, or my belief is that it's not actually those who are most in need who get to the doctor um, but sometimes it might be those who have the resources because uh, in my opinion today the use of healthcare is that the the the, the problem of feeling sick is down here okay that's mm -hmm. the sickness uh, the, the the feeling of illness that feeling of illness should increase and get higher than the problem or the trouble getting to see a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> the moment yeah. it does, then you go see a doctor. But eventually, a lot of those people who reaches this threshold, they just yeah. don't get to the doctor. So, so as long as long as it's too difficult to, to yeah, see the doctor, you won't exactly. contact them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that also means that you don't know which of those down in this area who. Mm -hmm. I mean, for instance, one of my uh, thoughts has been that what about all of those people out there with uh, 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 social phobia who are not who are not uh, able to go out between other people or, 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 or among other people? 
Mm. How will they go to the doctor? What about people who are who don't have the uh, disciplines or the self-discipline enough to book an appointment? And that's also yeah. a race. So it's mm -hmm. it's like a funnel. You have these people. Okay, to see a doctor today, you need to be able to uh, wake up uh, in the morning and call the doctor, mm -hmm. and you have to attend. Uh, you have to remember a calendar appointment. I mean, there are a lot of barriers you need to overcome in order to go and get the actual uh, doctor uh, knowledge. And But one could argue that that's a good thing because otherwise uh, doctor offices would, uh, would be overrun. Yeah, and that's exactly what I'm saying, that if that's a good thing, well... Who says that those people we? I'm, I'm not saying it's a good thing, but some no. some people could argue that. That's yeah, yeah, a good of course. Thing. No, I'm I'm saying that. Uh, what if this, um, if this is real, that we don't see all the people who are in need? I mean, who says that we are actually using our resources in the most efficient way? Mm. And that's why I think we will eventually have to develop a system where you have like uh, the basic need before you get sick that's being dealt with in by one system and mm -hmm. then eventually your needs will grow differently when you feel sick when you are sick and after your sickness you will have some different needs and all of these different needs will be um, dealt with by different services I'm, I'm, you know what i'm just thinking about all the um, all the um, wasted hours people spend waiting in uh, in doctors offices of course. They need to, as you said, they need to get up early, call the doctor, get an appointment. Then they have to, uh, you know, um, leave work for one, two, four hours. Yeah. Um, and that's why the doctors in wait. Yeah, and that's and now we're back to the watch. Exactly, we need things that allows us to detect diseases without bothering people and only call or like try to filter those who needs our service um, mm -hmm. instead of those who made the doctor race or who won the doctor race to get in, in, in the door. Yeah, yeah, because it, sometimes it is a race. It's who it is, calls sometimes. first. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I put if, if a little while back when we started talking, I put in a, a link to a Manish Jujina. Um, mm -hmm. He... Uh, he also has an Apple Watch, and he's been he's he's been blogging about it. So I just put his blog in, and the interesting oh, cool. part is that he's been trying out all all the medical apps out there. So, but I, I just want to hear Imran. So you've been you've been using the Apple Watch. Have you been have you been using any apps, and what do you think about them? Hmm. Medical apps? No, 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 and not any medical apps yet. Um... Um, so far it's like, cause I mean, I'm a, I'm an active tech user. Uh, so mm -hmm. I think that's the perspective right now. And, mm -hmm. uh, I think, uh, as when I go, uh, when I go, uh, use, uh, when I go around and use this, I will get some ideas of how to use it to reach out to my patients. And, and right now the most important thing, uh, I would say uh, that this could help with is the nudging part, mm -hmm. the, the the slow tap or, or, or the um, the tap on the shoulder that hey uh, guy hey hey you need to just walk around or you need mm -hmm. to stand up and make some exercise you need to drink some water yeah. you need to do things in your daily life 
because what happens is like 95% of everything we do in our daily life are mm -hmm. routines, okay? Yeah. So what I think actually would be helpful and what I think the Apple Watch would, could be uh, useful too is habit changing. Mm. You know, two things are needed in order to change habits. One thing is that you need to lift yourself above those 95% of routines and use the 5% where you actually use your mind mm -hmm. or, or, or conscient thinking. And you have to decide deliberately, I will change my, um, uh, I, will, I will induce a new uh, habit. But the way you will have to do it is to like take your routine motorway uh, that you live, uh, that you drive on every day. And then you have to think of where can I put a different uh, behavior into this routine motorway because or highway if I don't do that if you have to step like half a, just half a step outside that routine you're not going to make it so it's like if you if I want you to make uh, drink more water okay then you will have to put a, a water dispenser just next to the uh, Xerox machine the photocopy mm -hmm. machine so you do it in a natural pause or you have to a switch your coffee drinking with water and I mean things that feel natural. To, we're back to having it uh, be very easy and and the barrier there there shouldn't be any barriers. Yeah, change without bothering people. Mm -hmm. And you will feel bothered the moment you have to do something that you're not used to. Mm. And that's one thing about doing things into the uh, routine highway. And the other thing is that you have to do it consistently in not the rest of your life, but and not even one day or two day, but 21 days. Hmm. If you do things in 21 days, then and not three weeks either, because that feels like a long time. You have to put those 21 days and, and because that's a doable way of thinking. Mm -hmm. Change a habit, put it in the routine highway and go on for 21 days then you might get like 70, 80% chances of succeeding in creating a new habit. Mm. That's, yeah, that, that's, that's a good watch. way of putting yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, uh, I really, I've tried this uh, a couple of times now. Uh, I have uh, a lot of health examinations. That's one of the things, uh, that's one of those advices that people are very, very happy for because mm. lifestyle changing is, uh, you know that for yourself, it's mm. really difficult. You have to, I mean, a lot of the times when, because that's what doctors are used to say. I mean, mm -hmm. do this, do that, do this, do that. It's just like clean up at your house. I mean, <laughs> it, it gets put in the, in the wrong center of your brain. Yeah. But you need, you have to put it in a doable, the doable part mm -hmm. of your, uh, the, the part of your brain that has the doable things in it and change your habit for 21 days. That's doable. Do you think that because, in my experience, if, if someone isn't super motivated, mm -hmm. they, they won't be able to do, do any of these things. Do you think that people will be able to do this without being super motivated, but, yeah, but being nudged in some way by, by the watch? Is that, is that what you're saying? Is that you can, you can nudge you, people? Yeah, you can do that. Of course, that helps. We know that nudging helps, but... Um, as I see it, motivation is just a, a question of perspective. Mm -hmm. um, if you put things in the right perspective, then mm -hmm. people get motivated. For instance, mm -hmm. 
you know, there are a lot of high performers out there who don't have the time to go to the doctor and who just live and breathe for their jobs and really mm -hmm. are hard workers and stuff like that. Um, high performers, they, they, they come in a lot of different um, verticals. You have, of course, high performers in sports. It can be soccer players. They're high performers. They play, they have their game day like once mm -hmm. a week, but the, and that's where they really need to perform in two times 45 minutes. But what mm -hmm. they use the most of their time on is on the training field, preparing mm -hmm. for that day. Yes. If you take high performers in businesses, for instance, they have game days every single day. But mm -hmm. what happens in between their working hours is often completely random. Mm -hmm. So the, the perspective I'm talking about here is that what you do in between your working hours actually matters for your performance at your mm -hmm. job. Mm -hmm. And putting things in that perspective often, I mean, reframes or puts another... Uh, um, and puts another hook to put your lifestyle changing uh, to to hang that on. Yeah. So I, I've seen I've seen one thing that's very effective, and and it and it goes. I think that it can be transferred to the, something like the watch pedometers. Um, mm, yeah. Because with the after after Apple and and Samsung and these other smartphone producers started putting pedometers into their the smartphones, everyone's been. Uh, you know, counting their steps, and um, you know, you can you can uh, you can discuss uh, the the science behind saying that you need to walk ten thousand steps. Is it ten thousand steps you need to walk, or whatever? But the the interesting part about it is that it it really break it breaks it down for people, and that they have a goal for every day instead of as you say, instead of thinking, okay, I need to do this within one month, two months, three months. Okay, today I want to walk 10,000 steps. Mm. And uh, okay, I made it today, super cool. The next day I didn't make it. But if you if you can move people from doing those 10,000 steps just a couple of days a week mm. instead of never, you've really achieved something. And, yeah. and that's uh, I agree with you that that's somewhere where a product like the watch could be very powerful because now you have it on your wrist. Yeah, nudging. I mean, that's the key. And also things like pill reminders. Yeah. I mean, we'll see a lot of things that'll, because it also has, as I remember, I read about it, it has the NFC chip in it. Mm -hmm. So that means that, um, um, that means that actually, yeah, uh, it'll be, it'll be interesting to to see the developers go out there because now you have something that are a part of your body yeah and the next step from here of course is uh, something that's a part i mean inside your body like an nfc chip something mm -hmm. like that i mean that's the biohacking thing i've uh, seen where people implements uh, nfc yeah, chips. Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 actually i wrote uh, yeah I, I would make a small advertisement for uh, a piece i um let's see future trends uh, in my sheet uh, yeah put it up yeah there. i just made uh, those uh, small five trends for the future delivery of healthcare services uh, that could be interesting also for people yeah that's a nice article yeah um, thanks Thanks. We should we should do a talk where we talk about those points actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course we can do that. It, 
I um, did you put it up or? Yeah, I'm doing it. Uh, okay, great. You know, one thing we haven't talked about, and mm -hmm. it, it just, and we we need to. We've been talking for a long time. We need to stop. <laughs> Yeah. I just, I just, I need to, to ask you about this. What about the heart rate sensor? Have you been measuring your heart rate? Uh, yeah, it's just because it's so nice. Actually, uh, yeah, I've done that. Uh, the the yeah, I've done that, and um, uh, I can else actually, I can show you my pulse here. Mm, nice. Let's see. So this is the yeah. So of course it uh, it, it it connects uh, directly into into the uh, health kit. Yeah, and so two days two days ago you were doing something very strenuous. Yeah, um, I'm not really sure what I was doing actually. What uh, it was like one thirty eight at. Um, uh, have you been exercising with the watch on, or have you been no. just been working? No, actually, this was. Uh, um, no, I think it might be a glitch because uh, this is like <laughs> some uh, some hours ago or something like that. I, I don't know. Okay, you know, for for next time, what do you I need would to remember? Do? Yeah, yeah, no, do some exercising no, no, no. It, and see, it, uh, see it, how it, it works with that. Oh well, it it, it is a glitch. A glitch. You can see here, ten minutes. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I might be shouting off my kids but uh, or <laughs> yelling at my kids <laughs> oh no well uh, you were super frustrated about yeah, something yeah, yeah, no. yeah so this is like 10 minutes and then like 138 and then it goes back down okay so, yeah i'm not sure this one um, okay you, you need for next time you need to do uh, you need to go for a jog or uh uh something yeah okay let's see if i do <laughs> that uh <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm nudging you. I'm yeah, nudging you. I, I, I hear that. You're you're pushing my bad conscience. Yeah. Um, so no, well, um, okay. So this been uh, this been nice. Uh, let's yeah, and you know, it it's it's great that we've been doing this. It's it's been a while since last. I hope that we can do it. Um, yeah, more. But I know you're super busy. I'm super busy. But before we go, tell me one thing that you're doing right now and which you think is super cool. And what you want to tell about? Um, well, uh, right now, um, you know, I'm doing a lot of super cool things, but I'm not allowed to talk about them. Uh, <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, I know. I know you have a lot of uh, yeah. a lot of stuff. Well, I mean, uh, innovation, innovation is uh, really, really tense right now in 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 all parts of. Uh, of course, both my company, but also uh, I'm looking out there. Yeah, one thing I'll tell you, I had a meeting with some cool guys who are doing um, uh, Google Glasses. Mm -hmm. I tried them on yesterday, okay. two days okay. ago, and uh, it's, a, it's a cool guy uh, who's a dentist who's, uh, mm -hmm. who has been developing this um, for his own use um, uh, for... Uh, for his practice, uh, yeah. for his dentist practice, and uh, they came to to see me if um, um, I could see some use. Uh, so I've been helping him getting out there uh, to meet some people and try to see if he could uh, get it out in some he other verticals. Optical, yeah. Okay. It was uh, really. I think they've done a really good job. 
Um, and it's a Danish company, right? It's a Danish company, yeah, but with a dentist who is uh, like doing some really cool things. I, I, I like the, the, the way they do it. So, okay. So you should definitely check that out. Uh, I like the idea. And um, yeah, so, and you? Let me hear what's going on uh, on your side of. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've been uh, we we're working on the um, on the asthma whistle, and uh, you know, I did I did a demo for you previously. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's it's coming around uh, really well. We're we're getting it. Uh, we're looking for partners to to uh, production partners and. So uh, if, pretty nicely. if somebody's interested in being a partner with uh, the coolest uh, doctor in Norway, uh, just let us uh, get the info there. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm going to put it up. So you just go to asthmawhistle.com and you you send us an email. And uh, yeah, I, I'll get back to you with some information. Um, yeah, so that's, that's, uh, that's what I'm working on right cool. now. Awesome. Okay. Oh. So, where where can people catch you if they if they want to write to you or? Uh, I think uh, the best thing would be to find my LinkedIn page. Um, mm -hmm. That's like yeah. Uh, yeah, because there's lots of Imran Rashids. I see yeah, that you're yeah. you're number three. You you need to work on that. You need to be number one because. Uh, actually, I am in my side here. Uh, actually, I'm uh, number one. Okay, I don't know why you're number three in my, but uh, I, I want you to be number one. So, <laughs> well, uh, I'll I just put the link up. Uh, cool. oh, awesome. So cool. Um, well, nice talking to you as usual. And uh, let's uh, do this again some other time. And thanks, yeah. guys, for listening out there. Thanks for listening. And, uh, um, you know what I've been uh, I'm just gonna throw this out there just to push myself as well because uh, someone here in uh, Stavanger has uh, an oculus rift so I'm yeah cool. try I'm, that. I'm, I'm gonna try to go out and and see if I get the time to go out and see it it's a it's an hour's drive and you know I got a lot to do but and I'll see if I can't uh, have a look at it for you guys next time cool maybe awesome. maybe do some video of me looking like an idiot I don't know we'll see <laughs> cool already but and you'll we're, we need to hear more about your Apple watch next time because I I um, I'm excited to uh, to hear your thoughts about it and the medical and technological implications of it not to say that you're uh, pretty jealous I can sense that but uh, <laughs> I'm super jealous I, 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 I ordered mine but I won't get it before I'll get it in a couple of months I, I think okay. so. Okay. Until then, I'll just drool over the video <laughs> coverage of yours. I can show it again just to say. Oh, man, it's so <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay, see you. Okay. Yeah, man. Peace out. Bye.